previously on Deck of Many Aces. Uh, my PC, Torsia Atherdale, is a Loxodon Battlemaster fighter, and her current card is the Comet. I am playing Raina Riftwood, who is a Tabaxi Bard. Raina's present is dictated by the Moon card. I am playing Waralta Kelbeen, or as a more commonly known, uh, Delphinium, or Delphi, that's a warlock. My card for the present is the Urail. I am playing Morgan Serenity Aldridge. She is a tiefling wizard, specifically a chronomancy wizard. Morgan's current predicament is dictated by the Ruin card. You're going to be our task force, if you will. The project's official name is the Adventurer's Research of Abnormal Civilian Experiences, or Project Arrowace for short. A, uh, a young child appeared suspended among the monoliths. Can we see... Uh this suspended young child from where we are no you can't the kid was was there one minute and um now the kid's gone Deck of Many Aces, an actual play D&D podcast made with actual asexuals. We are a group who identify as somewhere on the aromantic or asexual spectrum, playing 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons with a twist. Each character's backstory, current predicament and fateful future is based on three cards drawn from the Deck of Many Things. I am your DM, your demisexual monolith. Let's keep it topical. Uh, Ellie, I use she, her pronouns. Uh, and can everyone go around, introduce yourself your pronouns, and the character you're playing. Hello there. Uh, my name is Am. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Torsia Atherdale. Hi, my name is Chloe. I also use she, her pronouns, and I'm playing Raina Riftwood. I'm Ariel. I'm using, I use she and they pronouns, and I'm playing Delphinium, or Delphi for short. Hi, I am Katie. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I will be playing Morgan Aldridge. Nice. Yeah. There will be a uh, recap before the opening credits, so we don't need to do that. But obviously, just to get you guys up to speed, um, you've just got to the monoliths and everyone's very chill. And the uh, bespectacled guy, Anders, has brought you to, to the monoliths and there's no child there. Everything is normal. What do you guys want to do? Uh, if no one stops her, Morgan is going to take action. Is anyone going to try and stop her? Well, no. well it depends what that action is. She has this great big set of wings, so she's going to use them. She's going to jump up in the air and start flying upwards. Uh, how high did Anders cool. say it was? A uh, hundred feet up. She's going to fly about a hundred feet up, uh, see if anything happens. Cool. Uh, nothing happens. She casts Detect Magic. 
Is that the first spell of our entire the first game? Spell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, shall I read the spell description out for you? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. So, detect magic. Uh, for the duration, which is up to ten minutes, you sense the presence of magic within thirty feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. Um, there's some stuff about okay. penetrating of barriers, but there aren't any barriers, I'm assuming. No. Um, okay, uh, so you... Um, I need to look up all the schools of magic now to, like, figure out which one it is, because there's obviously there's the, there's the, there's the main ones. Divination, enchantment... Abjuration, enchantment, illusion, war... Evocation. Oh, there's like three more. Conjuration? Necromancy. Have we said that? Conjuration. Uh, oh, yeah, and necromancy. then, oh, transmutation. Oh, yeah. And there's also, okay. I guess, time magic and possibly gravity magic in this gravity setting. Magic I don't know if we've and... established if there's gravity yeah. magic. I, I think there can be. Um, okay, there is, there's loads of, of like magic, arcane energy coming off of uh, these four crystals. Um, and there's a kind of faint residue in, in the middle uh, where Anders said the child was. Yeah, so you're, you're, yeah. Uh, I assume, are you like in the middle of them? Yeah, where the kid would have been. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a, a load of magic coming off of them, but they're not, they're not tied to a specific school of magic. Okay. I go back down to the ground. So it's definitely magic. A lot of arcane energy here. Don't know what it is. It's a weird one. They're big rocks. All big rocks are magic. What colour are the rocks? They are um, clear, so they're like kind of like glass, like like a literal prism. So right, they're transparent, but then they're like refracting lots of multicoloured uh, little sort of dapples of light, uh, probably on your faces. And- I don't think I've ever seen detect magic used where the DM hasn't been like, uh, what are the schools of magic again? <laughs> So <laughs> that you're totally fine. <laughs> good, good, good. Because uh, I mean, there's so many of them. <laughs> is that Dragonborn still here? Yeah, Anders, he's still there. Um, who? Saw- he's pretty impressed by the by the flying, by the way. Yeah, sorry. Who saw the child up there? Because you were saying that no, you can't see it, and I and it's it's so high. I don't think I'd be able to see it, but someone saw it and reported it. Who? You know, I don't, I don't know. Um. It'll be someone from from uh, from these these guys, and he sort of gestures around at the Burning Man esque festival goers. Yeah, they're uh, yeah. I I um I did see it though. Like I just wasn't the one who reported it. Um, I I, I could see that there was a kid. I just couldn't like get oh, any. Okay. I couldn't get any like details or anything. How did you know it was a child and not a halfling or a gnome? Well, yeah, I suppose it could have been a halfling or a gnome or a dwarf. Uh, I mean, I, I guessed. Uh, everyone kind of seemed to think it was a kid. We don't get that many halflings around these parts. Al- although I guess it could have been one of the, um, one of those nomadic ones. Do you get many children? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of, of kids around. Um, and as as he says this, like two um, dragonborn kids, like. Uh, run past you like chasing each other and they've got like sand in their hair hair? in their scales because they have feathers because they have feathers just like a in bit of feathers long, a little bit box. of feathers a little bit of feathers I will concede and give them a little bit of feathers 
But why, though? Because I think you're thinking about dinosaurs, yeah, right? Yeah, well, I just like feathers, okay? <laughs> yeah. Dragons aren't dinosaurs. They're... No. Oh, no, yeah. chickens are. I'm going to get confused with lizard folk. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Anders? Yeah? How long was this child up there? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, um... Yeah. Um, so I, I came here a few days ago, um... Which is which is when it happened? Maybe, well, maybe like a week ago. And there was a pretty sizable crowd at that point. So I guess the kid had been there for for at least a few hours. And then um, I left at the end of that day because it was pretty clear I was I wasn't being any help. And um, honestly, this place kind of freaks me out a little bit. I'm not right. really a, okay, a, a right. party goer. Uh, Anders, yeah. No offense, but you're giving us extremely vague information. Can you point us toward anyone who's maybe uh, uh, can give us a bit more of a straightforward answer uh, he kind of scans the crowd uh, looking like kind of looking for somebody and he um, points over at a uh, a woman in like uh, incredible like sequined shorts and um, and like a sort of shredded uh, mesh shirt that's like neon um, and says um i mean anola might be helpful she um she's she lives here so she might be um she might be helpful cool lovely thank you very much and rain is gonna immediately turn around and yeah <laughs> morgan has already turned before uh and has even finished talking to go and talk to anola okay she doesn't know what she's gonna say but she's gonna go up to anola but before uh, before delcy leaves i think they're gonna go uh if you see any more children floating up there, please tell us, you know? Oh, oh, for sure, for sure. Good. Or stab them. Wait, no, don't do that. I've been told that I shouldn't stab children, supposedly. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, uh... I'm down. I thought, I thought that was kind of, like, standard... You know what? Uh, I think, I'm gonna I let think you. Delphi's walking away. Like, like, okay. They're like, don't. <laughs> they're like, actually, don't charge children. They're like, cool. That's all I needed to say. My work is done here. Anders is just kind of like stuttering a little bit behind you. He doesn't really know, like, like he's kind of, a, I guess, a bit intimidated by all of you. Um, he should be. So, um, yeah. Uh, so Enola turns around uh, and she's wearing like. Uh, fantastic makeup she's just like dressed up to the nines and even though it's like like three o'clock in the afternoon and the desert heat is like like beating down uh she has all of it in place it's like perfect um and she turns around and is like what up oh my gosh i love your wings they're so cool uh ellie i have a very important question is it like nightclub loud in here? <laughs> out here? Yes. Is it that yes. kind of vibe? Uh, Morgan is going to go. Uh, thank you. This is literally the first time it's ever happened to her. Oh, bless her. Uh, Enola's uh, gonna sort of turn to the to the rest of the party and be like, "Oh my gosh, you're such a funky little crew! Welcome, welcome. Do you want a drink?" Well, if you've got any rum, I'll take Yeah, that. of course. I, I I think we're good for drinks. What we want is a child. A specific child, not a general child. Yes. <laughs> uh, Anola pauses 
halfway through like pouring uh what was supposed to be like probably like a double shot of rum but because she's kind of distracted by what y'all just said it just kind of keeps flowing into the glass a a child what why do you guys want a child we heard that you might know something about the random floating child that was here oh yeah i reported that to us yeah wait are you guys from the government loosely sure oh it took you long enough sorry i mean i don't mean to be rude or anything it's just well you know the problem's kind of sorted itself out well i I wouldn't really call a child just disappearing sorting itself out like where did it go well i mean i don't know but you know it's uh it 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 wasn't here and then it was here and then it wasn't here again you know like i can only assume it's part of you know the universe's great plan for us but like don't you want to know what happened nah i'm cool huh i mean she hands you a very full glass of rum i i don't doubt it this is not this is not rain. She's not a downer, oh, but no. she will drink all of it very slowly. <laughs> responsibly. Drink responsibly, yes. kids. <laughs> drink room slowly. That's how you... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like she's been on ships a lot, so she probably can hold her drink. Mm. So she will drink it sensibly. Tazia would like a drink as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Anola pours, pours Taz a drink as well and, and hands it to her. Thank you very much. Could you describe the child at all? Um, not really. I mean, it was like midday and so like, you know, the prisms like go a little bit crazy at that time, you know, like with all of the, all of the rainbows everywhere. I mean, I I get pretty easily distracted, but also like it's kind of hard to see. Um, they might have had a tail. I'm not sure, but like. It was a small figure, couldn't really tell, like, you know, age or, like, race or anything, because, honestly, they were just, like, really far up. We just kind of figured... Purple? Green? <sighs> no, I mean, like, I, I couldn't really tell from from where I was, from where I was standing. Um, I guess, like, a maybe, like, black or grey? Darkish, smallish figure with a possible tail. Possibly. Yeah. Hmm. I'd like to pull Rainer aside when I get the chance. Okay. Sure. You can do that now if you want. Yeah. Um, this is going to sound a little rude. I, I promise I don't intend it to, but um, is there anything perhaps you're not telling us? Um, well, do you want my entire life story? Because it's going to take a while. No, you just got a little bit weird when I asked about a brother, and uh, there's a small greyish figure with a tail, and you are a large greyish figure with a tail. Oh, well, um... I just, I just don't know where he is, but I don't think, I don't think that'd be him. Okay, I was just thought it was worth asking privately, just in case. Right. Well, hmm. thank you for your concern. Do you want another biscuit? Oh, I would love another biscuit. I, they were so delicious. I give her another biscuit, and then rejoin the group. Um, Enola is just kind of uh, chatting to to the other two and says. Look, I mean, I I would love to be uh, more help to you, to y'all, but I, I mean, it, it's kind of just, well, it's it's sorted itself out. Like, I mean, I'm 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 sorry. I know that sounds like a little a little apathetic, but like, I don't even know if that that kid or or whatever was real. Like, 
it could have just been like an apparition or something. And frankly, you know, we all came here because these weird stones like, like went out the ground 20 years ago. Like, why fixate on something that is just as weird, but, like, not as permanent? Maybe because we want to find out what happened. Does it, do you people not just go through life not what, not wanting to find out anything about the world? You're just like, oh, that's a thing. Okay. It's bizarre, isn't it? I think that blissful ignorance is, like, one of the most wonderful oh things my goodness. that you can experience. Oh okay, I'm turning um, around and leaving. As you turn around to leave, uh, you walk almost headlong back into Anders, who says, ah, hi again. Um, Is there another child? No, but, um, well, I, I wanted to, to ask you earlier, but it, it, it felt maybe a little bit rude. Um, seeing as there's not a, a problem here, um, and, and you, y'all are from the government, would you be able to... to pop into Tepmet. We've had a bit of a, well, a weird occurrence there, and and we've been, I mean, I've been trying to get some of the people here to, to, to care, but, um, but they're all pretty content out in their, uh, in their desert bliss, so, um, well, I, I, I could do with, with some expertise, and, and we really, we really don't have any. Well, it's got to be better than sure. hanging around here and not getting any answers. I can't speak for the others, but I, I'd be more than happy to help. Second that. You never know. May involve another floating child. And then we'll be all sorted. We only have to figure out one floating child, not all of them. But if we figure out the wrong floating child, then that's just another problem, isn't it? Ah, who's to know? Are we getting salary or are we getting paid by the hour? A scooter pipes up behind you and says... You are getting paid per project, but if you if you solve problem for civilians, then you oh my gosh, I'm going into Scottish. If you solve problem for civilian, then you are fulfilling. F- I I can't do this accent without going into Scottish. Ah, it, it's fine. Russian, Scooter isn't really Russian, the Russian blue. She's a British Russian. blue. I know, I know, but I have committed to the bit now. Um, I have committed to the bit. Um, the the job description is is that you are investigating investigating abnormal civilian experience. If you fix another abnormal civilian experience, you will still get paid, just not for project that you are supposed to be here to do. Cool. Well, let's do it then. Let's make all the floating the children float, and then we can solve it. Yeah! So Anders uh, takes you all uh, to Tetmet. Um... Hang on, right before you leave though, um, Delphi, can you, um, give me a perception check, oh boy. please? Of course. Uh, that's an eight. <laughs> nope, <laughs> okay, nothing's you happening. Don't, you don't notice anything. Well, we're only like garbage. <laughs> you Has are. else got any potential to percep- uh, perceive? I yeah. I mean, you know what? I have I have very good perception. Oh, I have fine perception. I rolled a five. Uh- <laughs> I will let you all roll for perception because I got a nine. <sighs> you don't notice anything. I'm gonna use a different dice though. Twelve plus three, fifteen. Okay, a sixteen. There we go. Nice. Okay, as you all go to leave. 
like you head past uh, the, I guess, the southernmost point of the of the monoliths. Tosia and Morgan, you both notice on this southernmost monolith there is a few words etched, and they don't really make any sense. Um, but I will send them to you now. But it is you found on one line, and then enough, and then a bit of space, and then. A deadly. I'm going to... Morgan is going to take a, out a notebook and write that down in the approximate positioning on the monolith that it is, uh, and then continue. Cool. And this is in common, This right? is in common. I point it out to okay. the others. I'm like, look, that's weird. What do you think it means? It might be a, a memorial of some sort. Who knows? What, with the word a deadly in it? Yeah. What? You found a deadly way to die. It's you, not very you nice. You found enough, and then it's something. Not very nice. And then maybe that's a name. A memorial. A deadly. Are there words missing? Does it look like? Oh, mm. yes. Mm. Can I do an investigation check? Or is there more to find here if I do an investigation check? You can do an investigation okay, check. Okay, let yes. me check. I've got plus six to investigation. Dang. Oof. 18, so it's a 24. <gasps> nice! Okay. Um, if there's anything to find, Morgan has found it. Morgan is the only character that can do stuff. <laughs> it looks like there should be writing between the word enough and a deadly. And as you kind of lean forward to kind of like look at it a little bit closer, um, you notice the, the light refract off the westernmost uh, pillar uh, and it sort of throws a rainbow onto your face. Can I go and have a look at the westernmost pillar? On the western pillar, there are only two words, alone and time, on two separate lines. Uh, but they're quite close to each other. Can I go and have a look at the other two pillars? Yes. Uh, would you like to look at north or east first? North? I'm going to follow Morgan as she does this. Like, looking over her shoulder. Yeah, Morgan hasn't said anything to the rest of you. She's just going. Uh, you can follow if you wish. On the northernmost pillar, there's uh, there's much more writing. It says, You found, line, but that, line, pins must, line, rock. Sorry, so the first one was the southernmost pillar, right? The first one was... The yeah, southernmost pillar, then the westernmost, and then the northernmost. Okay. Does it look like the words are like rubbed off in those places, or are they like just not there? It's weird. Like... They're just not there. What's the east pillar? Easternmost. Um, there's the words is not. Then there's a space and sinew then there's a space and then is wrought as in wrought iron mm. cool let's go to the town so this is the town of Tepmet I was just saying you're going to have to fight hard to get Raina to uh, get away from the words because she's going to be very like but what does it mean We're, like she is for mm. everything <laughs> I mean, yeah, to be fair, I 100% put that there and was like, hang on, wait, the main adventure isn't there and everyone's going to get <laughs> distracted by this. Ah, uh, but then you left and I was like, but I spent ages making this thing. 
<laughs> so it's a, an impossible... We didn't bother to even do an investigation check on the big magic sticks. It's okay. It's okay. We're all... I mean, I haven't DM'd yeah, in a while, so... <laughs> if we had just missed this entirely, yeah. I feel like that would have been worse. Uh, well, I kind of just was like, I'm just going to... I'm going to gently mm. shove you in this direction. Um, mm. Okay. Um, so, you... Yeah. We, we eventually head off to Tetmet once Rainer and I, probably Morgan, have stopped obsessing over it. Okay, so you arrive in uh, in Tetmet, um, compared to, and it's only like a 10 minute walk away, um, compared to the, the flashiness of, um, of the Eternal Shards, the monoliths, um, it's kind of a plain, sort of normal looking mm-hmm. town by comparison. Um, on the way over, um, Anders explains that that uh, the, the sort of the situation is that um, there have been these sort of strange attacks after dark, uh, and nobody's quite sure like what's behind them, what the source of them is, um, and if you if y'all could could f- help figure that out, that would be really helpful. He leads you into the the center of the town. Um, which has uh, a sort of beautiful um, prismatic sundial, which, for the scientists among you, is a real thing. Uh, I thought I'd invented it for a second, (laughs) and then I googled it. It's a thing. It's a real thing. So um, it looks like it's kind of been inspired by the the Eternal Shards. Um, That's in the centre of the square. So, yeah, Anders is like, yeah, um... So, uh, I don't really know what to, um, is, is, is there anything else that I can tell you that might be yes. helpful? You said these yeah, uh, were after dark. Uh, what sort of circumstances? Were they people walking alone, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, it, it's, um, I mean, people are, are doing it less now, obviously, because of, of these, these attacks, but, um, it's been mostly people on their own, um, most people haven't haven't survived them, but I can uh, I can take you to meet somebody who who has if you if you like. Sure. Yes, that would be helpful. Absolutely. I mean, we have time to kill. He takes you into uh, the there's a kind of a, a food shop, um, and says, uh, "Look, if you are uh, if you speak to that uh, Tabaxi uh, Dragonborn." person behind the behind the counter um tabaxi or dragonborn yeah which is it both oh okay so for this for this podcast i have been using a book called an elf and an orc had a baby that is about combining uh races in um D to make them less bioessentialist and crappy um and i've had a lot of fun um homebrewing some random NPCs with uh, a variety of uh, unusual and eclectic backgrounds. So yes, that was not a a, a verbal typo. This person is half tabaxi, half dragonborn. Um, How does that describe that to us visually? Yes. That's that's quite a lot. That is... So um, this guy is a um, is a white dragonborn um... But his scales are kind of in this um, lovely kind of... He's, he's got mostly white scales, um, but then 
this kind of dappling which you kind of recognize to be like a snow leopard type pattern and he has a a tail um and he has like a kind of a dragonborn snout um but his ears are sort of slightly almost elfin in their kind of pointedness is that so he's he mostly looks dragonborn he but he's kind of just got a little bit of he's he's not like he doesn't look kind of like normal he's got kind of a couple of weird quirks and his tail is okay. is sort of slightly furry but it's kind of like you know those uh, hairless uh, cats oh yeah that kind of weird half uh, half not deal sphinx cats yeah i was kind of imagining like a, uh, a cat head and like a lizard body <laughs> and then cat paws so that makes more sense no slightly slightly more nuanced than that um, okay, cool. So Anders gestures at this individual and says, um, if you if you talk to Frank Reich, he'll he'll put you straight. Um, I I've got a um, run. I, I left my ki- uh, my kids uh, back in the the Eternal Shards. I I forgot that I brought them there. Uh, <laughs> you forgot your own kids. I've been through a lot lately. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just was a bit uh, surprised. But totally, you you go look after your kids. Oh, Anders is just a hot mess. You know what, aren't we all? <laughs> um, and so he kind of like bolts back out the door um, and uh, leaves you in in this food shop. Greetings, Frank Reich. Was that his name? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm Frank Reich. Uh, who, who's asking? My name's Rainer. Uh, so apparently. Uh, you've been uh, attacked by something and we're, we're trying to investigate it because we want to stop it happening again. Are, are you are you happy to, to talk to us a bit about it? I d- understand if it's a, a tricky subject. No, no, it's... it's I mean, I, I mean, I got off relatively lightly. Uh, uh, he holds out his, his hand to shake yours and you realise that, like, three of his fingers are gone <laughs> uh, and bandaged. Oh. I attempt the shake, but if he doesn't have three fingers, it might be a bit tricky. Um, he kind of is halfway through the motion. Is like, oh, uh, sorry about that. I, uh, I, uh, uh, well, this is this is what happened. I awkwardly put my hand in my pocket. Can you, uh, can you describe to us what it was that attacked you, or who it was, at all? Um, unfor- unfortunately, not really. All I can say is well uh, i managed to i managed to get away um something came out of the shadows it, it was almost like a, a living shadow it it sort of <sighs> something hit me uh from quite far away uh, um uh, and then i i turned around and and then it it, it bit my hand um and then I think it, it heard a noise, a noise or something. Uh, somebody, somebody started running towards me, and it vanished. So uh, you couldn't see it. Was it you couldn't see anything, or you couldn't see it? I couldn't see it. I, I, I have, I have dark vision. Most people around here do. Right. Um, I, I don't know what it was. It was like every time I, I tried to look at it, I couldn't. It was almost like I was looking at it and then looking somewhere else. Hmm. Some kind of interesting perception filter. Can I say that, or will I get sued by the BBC? I think you can say <laughs> that. That's a sci-fi thing. 
Um, Ellie. Um. Out of curiosity, does this character um, is he is he like a tough guy? Is he buff? He's no. Is he's he kind of he's kind of average looking. Um, he maybe you know like goes to the gym once or twice a week, but he's not like you know he's not like ripped. I make a mental note about using either Rayna or Morgan as bait. <laughs> oh, obviously Rayna. Because Raina looks mm. the most, uh, probably will blend in the most here. Mm. To be fair, I can't argue with that logic as much as I want to. <laughs> You'll be fine. Also, I, I have some buffs. You can have some buffs. Um, so, uh, well, I, I mean, I suppose our best course of action is to hide in the shadows um, and beat the living hell out of this thing until it gives us answers. Well, if you can't even see it, how are you going to hit it? I'm really good at hitting things. Oh, I can help with that. I'll take your word for it. Before we leave this person, I can't remember their name, but um, Frank I like Reich. to... Which is German for France, by the way. I got I really, did... really... I was sitting there going, that's really familiar. Why is that so familiar? That's why. Uh, um, well, I'm going to use detect magic on France. Oh, um, good shout. Just in case there's any like d- magical residue. I'll be nice, yeah. There is so so there's some magical residue left on mm. on his hand. Um it doesn't again, it doesn't look like anything I don't wait, like let me actually maybe let me have a think about what kind of school of magic it would be. It's mm. illusion magic. Cool, good to know. Also, while we're at it, do you have any potions for sale? Um Yeah, I I, I do. Um what what's you after? Will any chance you have a potion of true sight? Uh, no, I don't, sorry. Just your so- sort of standard uh, healing fares. You, you gotta get uh, that in the city in the more sort of... sort uh, of. Uh, how, how much are your he- healing potions? That's a good question. Uh, I'd like to... Hello. I would like to pose this to you as players because I just have no uh, concept of how much things cost in D&D. There are prices for everything listed in the player's handbook. Do you want me to check? I think it's around 40 yeah. gold pieces for his healing potion. It's very That's expensive. Quite, Never mind then. 50 GP at least okay. for a potion of healing. Ah, cool. Isn't our bard supposed to heal us, though? Yeah. Yes, you've got a very healy bard, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done that on purpose. <laughs> we have free healing, or freely. Ha! Well, we don't need to be able to see them if we can just set that kind of whole area on fire. So, oh. Um... I, I have a spell that can allow us to see them. I only have to hit it once. Ooh, and then they should be excellent. visible. Dancing lights, perhaps? No. Ooh. Fairy fire, is it? No, branding smite. Uh, oh. uh, it does extra damage, and then it <laughs> makes them emit light, and they can't go invisible. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So are you all done here with, with Frank Reich? Well, I, w- I was just going to ask him... Is there anything else you can tell us that might be useful? Like where you were, uh, what time it was, that sort of thing? Um, it was maybe like, uh, like t- 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Um, I, uh, I'd gone home, but um, I'd, I'd left, um, I'd left some, some stuff in here uh, and I'd, I'd forgotten to lock the door. So I, I came back to lock it and uh, that's when I got attacked. So I was, I was just, well... Ah, uh, just outside the shop, really, in the in the Thank town you. square. 
Right, thank you so much. That's really nice of you to, to tell us that. Um, I'm sorry we, we couldn't give you any, any custom, but, well, um, mm. potions be expensive. Potions do be expensive. <laughs> Did you just say potions be expensive? <laughs> Ellie, you know that's how I talk. <laughs> Your plus three charisma is showing. Um, so, okay, you all head out, back out into the town square. I mean, I suppose we should get some dinner and then lie in wait. Probably a good idea. Find, find food and discuss the plan. Can I investigate the the sundial before we do anything else? Just cool. yeah, 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 for sure. I want to see specifically just because I think it'd be fun whether it's like made of parts of the monolith or just modelled on it. Um, but uh-huh. also anything else interesting <laughs> you can tell me. That's sure. If I roll well, roll. yeah, I got a seventeen. Yes, awesome. seventeen. Um, it is not made of the same material. Um, it's it's not it's not like this, but it's almost like the equivalent. Uh, if the if the monoliths were made of glass, this would be made of plastic. It's kind of like a cheap remodel version of 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 the monoliths. Um, but it's 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 not made from the same material or from the same source. It's been kind of custom made. Um, you. Uh, you look at it and it's 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 very beautiful um, and similarly to the monolith um, it casts a sort of long uh, rainbow uh, sort of lo- like long thin rainbow line um, to kind of indicate the time of day so at the moment it's um, it's stretching off I think it's like maybe about four o'clock and yeah it's it's very it's been very very beautifully made. Um, but you don't sort of find anything unusual about it. It's just really pretty. That's fine. Raina likes pretty things. <laughs> Did y'all say you wanted to get dinner? Yeah. yeah. There's a lovely pub um, on the opposite side of the town square called the Welder's Glass. Ah. And you all make your way inside. So, Raina, uh, would you be willing to be bait if I cast a spell on you that made you faster to react so you've got a better chance of running away? Well, I don't particularly relish the idea, uh, but if uh, that's what's going to uh, uh, be good for the team and be good for our plan, then I'm perfectly happy to do that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty dexterous anyway. Well, if you uh, so, uh, if you are willing to let me cast a spell on you, you will be even faster. You will have one d eight yeah. extra to your initiative roll. Oof. What one d eight initiative? What are you saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was out of character. Um, but no, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> I know. And then I would Morgan. I will take any in. any help we can get and set it on fire. Are you guys talking about the weird flame things that have been happening? Wait. Well, sorry, who are you? You all turn around and uh, a hulking uh, bartender is is standing by your table. Hello. Hello. Fire things? No one mentioned the fire thing. Yeah, we were talking about the shadow thing instead. Oh, well, that's been part of the problem. Uh, uh, so- sorry to interrupt, but... but but I just don't think you have the full story.
faces is Am Chisholm, Chloe Elliott, Ariel Evans, Katie McLeod, and me, Ellie Webster. Many thanks to our patrons, Nate Scott Jones, Ouroboros, EK Green, Space Ben, Callum D, Ebad, KP, and Still a Piece of Garbage. If you want to join them or find out more about what different rewards we offer, head to patreon.com forward slash deck of many aces. If you'd like to leave us a review, please do so on the podcast platform of your choice. If your podcast platform doesn't have a review system, then you can use our Podchaser page. We read every review and it means the world to us. If you want to chat to us on socials, it's at Deck of Many Aces on pretty much every social media you can think of. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Blue Sky, Hive. We've got all of them. Give us a bell on any of those, or if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way, it's deckofmanyaces at gmail.com. If you love the music from the show, you can check it out. It's on Chloe Elliott's Bandcamp. You can also search for any of the original soundtrack albums just by searching Deck of Many Aces in most music streaming platforms. If you want to find us elsewhere, there's lots of places on the internet you can do so. You can find both Am and Chloe on uh, Rendezvous with Destiny, our sister podcast. Am also runs a podcast with Will called Date Night Drive-In. And Chloe can be found on Twitch at Chloe underscore with the flow. As for me, I've not got much out on the internet these days, but if you would like to support me or would like to hear more about what I'm doing in the creative sphere, have a little look at the episode description and click the sign up to my mailing list link. I'll never spam your inbox, it's usually an email every month or two just to kind of let you know what I'm doing, what projects are in your area or online that I'm getting involved with and how you can support me as an artist. If you'd like to support the podcast, obviously the Patreon we've mentioned earlier. If you just want to support us with a one-off donation, you can go to our Acast supporter link. That's supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces with dashes between the words. That's all from me. I love you. Have an ace week. Bye.